Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Hi, guys. It's Charlene. I am a big fan of your show. I can't remember how I came to your show, but the important thing is that I'm here now, right? Okay, well, I just wanted to call and uh, bring this up to you. What do you have in a world without Jesus? Pause for effect. Well, you have Jesus. That's what you have. So I guess with that being said, we have to rewrite some of the old old favorites, like One Day at a Time, Sweet Jesus. Uh, maybe Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Or how about the, the popular favorite right now, uh, Jesus Take the Wheel. Uh, anyhow, that's just the things that I think of when I listen to the show. It's probably not even relevant, but just wanted to call with it anyway. <laughs> Love your show. Uh, keep doing what you do. Thanks, guys. Bye. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. Hang on a minute, Cecil. All right, I'm waiting. I'm going to, I got to check yeah, no, you my run handy your, dandy. Yeah. New uh, script that was written just for me. Yeah, Matt did a great job on that. Good night, Tom. The next episode is number 155. <laughs> Bookmarked. <laughs> Boom. Bookmarked. <laughs> you know what you should do? You know how they have those uh, those frames where you put like pictures of your kids and it cycles or whatever? You right, should just right. see if there's I some way you that. could just have that constantly running on the wall of the studio. So it like every few minutes it just refreshes. That would be awesome. That would be You know what I should do is I should just get like a smartwatch to communicate with my phone and I should get a separate phone and plan just to run that script. I think so that it, I think we're on to something here. at all times. I can just That like, seems like a great use of funds, Tom. Why don't you requisition that? <laughs> Let me put in a request for uh, reimbursement uh, with the corporate plan here. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, so it is episode 155, and Matt Sanders was kind enough to put together a script uh, for uh, that it goes to our RSS feed, uh, which I should just do, and uh, adds one. <laughs> Two on your own. Yeah. But the thing is, is like he has, he has essentially gotten out a shovel and buried that fucking joke. So that joke is now officially dead. Tom, you need to now find another joke that you can milk for 155 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the here's the problem, Cecil. We may as well just cancel the show now, because <laughs> as my wife will be the first to point out, I only have about three or four jokes, and I just recycle <laughs> new material into them. So, if you you're limiting my fucking vocabulary here, 
A long wake ball, a long wake ball. A long wake ball. Wake ball. So the first story I want to cover, um, and by want to cover, I mean have to cover, and it is so awful. Yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. Comes from NBC News. Um, <sighs> fucking hell, man. Family stones Pakistani woman to death in honor killing outside of court. A 25-year-old woman uh, in Lahore, Pakistan, was stoned to death by her family. Her fucking family, man. Outside. The family of stones together. Stays yeah. together? I don't. I, or she, she was. Well, here's the thing, man. She was going to court, right? So she was going to court because she she rejected her family and put together an arranged marriage. And she's like, no, I'd rather marry somebody that I love. So somehow in Pakistan, that means you have to go to court. What the fuck? Right? Like, so she. How did they, what does that subpoena look like? Well, you know, her family. Here's the thing. Her family registered a kidnapping case against the person. Jesus. That she married. So she, her family engaged her to fucking, fucking person A. And she's like, eh, I like person B. So I'll marry person B. So her family's like, she's been kidnapped. And then she clearly, not being kidnapped, was going to court to be like, not so kidnapped. And his fucking family beat her to death with bricks. Yep. It turned out, I think it was a little more brutal than it needed to be. I think what they really intended to do with the bricks was build an oven and stuff her in it. Oh, but they, I think no. they were probably running late and they just didn't have time for that. So that's more of like, you know, it's more like one of those inconvenient sort of murders. You know what I mean? Like where you kind of a, like a brick beating out of necessity. <laughs> well, because, I mean, Tom, it takes a long time to make a, like a pizza oven fire. That's true. You know what I mean? It's like it, true. it takes a long time. What? So I don't think that I think that they were rushed. They were hurried. They probably had to catch a train. You or got a, wood fired honor killings in <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> you got a nice. They have smoky goodness. They're just they're full of smoky goodness. Oh man, it's it's necessary to get the really solid crust. You know, on your uh, yeah yeah on absolutely. The people you yeah, murder. You know, I will say that I was I, I I have to admit that I was a little bit impressed. You know, a lesser society would have used stones. But clearly they're moving out of the Stone Age and into the Brick Age. The Brick Age? <laughs> so they've, they've, brick age. Upped, <laughs> they've upped their technology. One day they'll get into the Bronze Age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be basically a fucking chimpanzee. Right. Like, if you're just right. going to fucking... Because, you know, like, what I, what I think about this, I think about, like, the fucking nature videos I've seen where, like, chimps just, like, grab sticks and throw them at leopards and shit. They're just yeah. like, ah! Right. And they just, like, throw it's whatever like, is within reach. It's like a cacophony of sound of. as they all just <laughs> screech and wail. And then they grab things like... <laughs> They're all Zoidberg they all, over there. <laughs> it's all Zoidberg. Zoidberg. You know, it's, it, but seriously, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, just hurl shit at what you're afraid of. Just hurl shit at whatever makes you feel, like, nervous. Right. That's, that's the fucking solution to the problem. In this case, the, you know, what makes them nervous is, like, a slightly empowered woman. Like, right. fuck, slightly empowered woman. Quick, cask of Amontillado her. No problem. You know, the the problem, of course, with this is that it's an honor killing, right? So, I mean, we're not talking about something that is not religion-based. We're not talking about something that isn't steeped in, you know, thousands of years of culture that is backwards and clearly evil, right? This is a 
moral wrong to to I mean the very fact that you're going to you, that you need to kill someone because they were dishonorable. It's 2014 here as well as there. It's not like you know like well we kind of think it's like 600 AD so you know we kind of do we make sure we don't have like Whatever they're not Amish down. they have zippers a lot of these people have zippers they have zippers chain links as far as the eye they can have see. chain link fence clearly you know what I mean like so they probably made that in a factory somewhere they're wearing you know they're wearing you're you have all the trappings of a modern society except for the morality. You have Including, a, I would mention, nuclear weapons. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, clearly. Pakistan is a nuclear yeah, armed nation. Yeah, absolutely. So, you yeah. have all the trappings of a of a completely modern society. Guy has a clipboard. Like, guy has a clipboard and a name tag. Front center here. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> that's it. That, that's, that's it. <laughs> you fucking, you have made it to modern society if you have a clipboard and a goddamn name tag. And there's no, a, dude, it's the khaki pants that, is, that are the clue. He's kind of rocking Look at a nice, that. That yeah. man is wearing khaki pants. He's he got is. a belly like an American. He does. I mean, clearly. So, you know, you've made it. This it's not like it's not like you're some sort of backwards people. The only thing that's different is your the people that did this. I'm not saying all the people in Pakistan are all, you know, not not saying that. No, I'm just no, saying no. Yeah. the people that did this they are backwards. They have a morality that is Years out of date. And when I say years, I mean centuries out of date. <laughs> right? But you know, let's not let's not pretend that this is an isolated incident either, because according to this article, around a thousand Pakistani women are killed every year by their families in honor killings. The true figure is probably many times higher. Since the foundation that compiled the figures only use newspaper reports, the government does not even compile national statistics on this. So it's a it's at least a thousand, right? But but according to this, it is very likely that it is many times one thousand. So we're talking about multiple times a day on average, somebody is being murdered in an honor killing um in Pakistan alone. By usually by fucking family members, man. You know what you know what like, fucking drives me crazy about this is that like you know how many people get their fucking balls up around their ears because they're still bullfighting? You know what I mean? Like they were like, right. like I my know. god, they're that's... still they still stab bulls? And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awful. They're killing thousands of women in Pakistan. Yeah, right. Right. Thousands. It's fucking ama- I th- stop and think about that. Fucking thousands of people are being murdered by their own families. Can you imagine something you'd murder a family member for? I mean, Cecil, I, 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 you wouldn't murder a non-family member. I recognize that. But, like, seriously, like, like the idea that you're like, man, I am so disappointed in you, honey. Whack with a brick inside the head. I'm going to kill you with a fucking brick. Very little. Like, maybe but, she finished off the chocolate ice cream. I think maybe that well, would that, be. That shit, that's fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop fucking around now. She ate the last pancake. <laughs> you know what's awful? That's a depressing and weird segue into our next story. A long black cock, long black cock, a long black cock, long black cock. This story comes from the Patheos blog's uh, progressive secular humanist. Angry Muslims declare jihad on Cadbury chocolates. Um, fucking what? I, of all the, like you were saying, like, 
Like, as it like an absurdity, like people are like worried that they're still killing bulls in bullfights. These fucking people are worried about Cadbury cream eggs, right? So in Malaysia, Malaysian Muslims are calling for a holy war against the confectionery giant Cadbury after pork DNA was found in some of its delicious, delicious what products. Was somebody like eating a fucking Cadbury bar in, a bar in the CSI office and they accidentally dropped some? Because <laughs> like, when the fuck are you just like, you know, I'm kind of looking around the house for things I could test DNA on. I got this old... You know, jizz-filled hanky I could send in or, you know, this big chunk of fucking chocolate. Like, why are they testing that? Well, you know, I, it's funny that you say that because my thought when I was reading this was like, well, this is a high-technology meets low-technology proposition, yeah, it right? Is. Like, That's awesome. Like, or, like, you're just like randomly like, does it have any pork DNA in it? I don't know. Did we test it? It's an apple. No, put it in the thing. Put and what's what's the next food we have? Like somebody they're just they're just in a lab with their fucking DNA testinator. Right. Like the fucking tester <laughs> three thousand. It's like a race. They're gun. just testing their lunch. That's exactly right. what they're they're just like right. they're like in the lab. It's the first time they got it. Like, hey, yeah. put your lunch in it. No, no, no. What do we come on, put your lunch in it. The boss isn't looking. He'll never know. The and then when they looking. find out his pork DNA, it's like fucking let's riot now. Yeah, yeah. Let's Fucking, let's get fucking real. We need a jihad against chocolate. Clearly, clearly, I think what's happening here, and I don't know what why they they actually did do this, but what they they have done this with fish in the United States. So I think maybe they were just looking for you know, like part of me thinks they're looking for some reason to be upset, right? Because if you're yeah. going out of your way to find out what's in there, I did find out why there would be pork traces. I actually did look that up because somebody had asked on our on our Facebook page, like why, like. As as just a like she's like just as a vegetarian this is kind of fucking really alarming why would there be pork in there and I was like thinking to myself like I don't know why there would be pork so I went yeah. and looked and uh, <laughs> some of the stable some of the stuff for like packaging so like the packaging that they use they have to like when they put glue and shit on stuff sometimes they have to use like edible glue because it's you know because you're using it around food. food safe so yeah. and they use a food safe some of glue. it is pork so like some of it happens to, that's that's what they su- suspected in the news article but you know there's probably you know there could be a, a bunch of reasons why you know tainted like food contamination is a big thing one of the one of the ingredients in that chocolate could have been tainted by you know mingling with something else cross contamination is a huge deal when you create food um, one thing I did want to mention, though, the reason why they think this is such a big deal and the reasons why they're so freaked out about this, I'm going to read directly from the article. Uh, the president, Ustad Maserati, Maserati, I'm going to say, I don't, that's totally wrong, but I don't that's care. That's awesome. Claimed most of social ills and apostasy, apostasy cases in the country involving Muslims stems from the consuming food, which was not halal. He went on to proclaim... Uh, because the person eats pork, it is difficult to guide him on the right path. Uh, when the day of judgment comes, the person will be wearing a pig face because of what he has eaten. And and the first thing that occurred to me is like, hasn't Newt Gingrich been wearing one of those for years? Like, has it? Hasn't he been wearing a pig face? I mean, since I've been in, since I've been a young man, Newt Gingrich has been wearing a pig face. I think it's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, you know he. When he when he first entered politics, he, he was debating whether we're blackface or pigface, and he chose. <laughs> I think he chose wisely, actually. So, um, I love the idea that like the fucking judgment comes. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking finally, I'm gonna line up and I'm gonna get my 
fucking requisite number of virgins. I don't know. And then you're like showing up and everyone's like, Jim, you uh, got a little <laughs> something on your a little face there. Like a little on like, your face. Like, an, like, hold on, hold on. Let me just. And they're like, yeah. like your buddy like licks his thumb. <laughs> no, it's not coming off. It's like your nose is yeah. still kind of turned up a little. Yeah, you still got you. You know, you still got yeah. a oink. It's like that Twilight Zone where everybody's pig faced except for that one normal woman. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like ah, running around like ah. You know, if you can't trust Cadbury, right? Who can you right. trust? You know, a, a, a Malay woman. Um, I think she made. She made the most cogent points about this when she uh, shouted hysterically, Will Cadbury wash away the tainted blood in our veins? I want to wash away the tainted blood of my children who have consumed the chocolates. How will money even compensate that? (laughs) And to her I say, it's molecules of chocolate. It's molecules of pork. You had to find it with a DNA testinator 3000. Like, it's not like you were rubbing bacon fat over yourself in the shower. It's not this like morning. a shredded pork sandwich with two chocolate bars as the bun. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, you open a Cadbury. I kind of think that's pulled pork. I kind of think that's actually something I'm going to try next week. So this next story comes from Kentucky.com. And I was amazed that Kentucky had a dot com. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's spelled correctly, too. So I, I think even Kentucky, you know, the nice thing is they finally got one website yeah. out of Kentucky. <laughs> and finally that's, got one website. They're like, yeah, guys, look, we have our website. What should we call it? Kentucky.com. Can you name a city in Kentucky? Lexington. Lexington. That's a city in Kentucky. Yeah, because it's at the top here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Louisville, is that in Kentucky? Yeah, Louisville's in Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Um Oh, so you've been to Kentucky. See, like I've only, I've only been there like one time, so I can't name any I can't, I can't even name cities there. I've I've gone camping in Kentucky. On purpose? Um Yeah, on two separate occasions. It turned out terribly. Terribly. That, there, you know why, Tom? No, it was Kentucky. We were in Kentucky. <laughs> I know, I know, man. But you know, the, truly, like I've camped in, I've camped in uh, Tennessee, and I've camped in the Carolinas. Um, you know, it's all in the same general area. And Kentucky was by far the worst experience of of all of them. By far, the the national parks are very nice, but the state parks in Kentucky are they were they were just at least the one we stayed in it was fucking horrible. They were fucking sprayed with graffiti. They had fucking litter everywhere. They were poorly maintained. This fucking Kentucky people everywhere. It was disgusting. Was there a lot of snakes? No, there was not a lot of snakes. Um, had there been. <laughs> um, Thanks for the segue. You're welcome. That's, you're when, welcome. that's when you're tired of listening to my fucking I'm story. I'm here for I'm, I'm here for you, man. I'm here um, for you. Months of the, we'll, we'll get to right to this. Months after snake handling preacher's death, his son recovering from snake bites. So you guys might remember when Cody Coots, and I'm not making that up. Of the Kentucky Cootses. <laughs> well, they, they, wouldn't they be the Kentucky Cooters? I don't... The Cooters. <laughs> Cooters. Wasn't that a guy on the fucking Dukes of Hazard Cooter? Wasn't that his name? Oh, fucking hell, it was. I think it was. There's like Boss Hog. There's a yeah, Cooter. Yeah, Cooter was his name. A Duke, a Bow, a Daisy. Fucking, there was a Daisy for sure. Yeah, there was. Um, <laughs> 
Hey, hey, in my mind, there still is. There still is. <laughs> but there was a cooter. Maybe he was like a tow truck driver, I'm thinking. I don't know. Did he have? Well, they all had overalls. They it's hard did, to yeah. Tell. <laughs> they were all like workmen. So. Oh. Uh, anyway, so three months ago, uh, Cody Cooter, whatever. Can't stop talking about other things that have to do with the South. What are you supposed to even say? I don't like, know. What are you even supposed to say? So, Cody Cooter's pop, uh, Jamie Cooter, or Coots, or fucking what? I don't know. Cooter's better. Let's just call him Cooter. Call him Cooter. Some hillbilly uh, <laughs> died <laughs> within minutes of being bitten by a rattlesnake during oh, a service. That's at his never happened in the history so. of mankind. Man. How could they have foreseen such a thing? My favorite is that it's a rattlesnake. It's the only snake that tells you, right. fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, it's not like the guy was handling a chipmunk, right? Like, it's, not like, it's, like a, it's not like he was handling a naturally friendly animal, you know? He's handling a goddamn reptile that can kill you. And, it, and yeah, he gets it, killed by it. Right. It's But it's like, it's seriously, it's the only snake that has a fucking warning yeah, sign built into its body to be like, just in case you're clinically stupid. I have a fucking set. Like, are you blind? Dummy. Because if you're Dummy. blind, I'll Dummy. still try to Dummy. help you. Dummy. 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 That snake, it gives you fucking every opportunity not to get bitten by it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So I guess if you show up to church and you fucking juggle these snakes for a while. Right. Yeah. It's, one of them is bound to bite you. Right. Uh, fucking this good old boy's dad got killed by a snake in a freak accident wherein he was handling snakes. <laughs> and what happened to this dipshit? Well, he fucking got bit by a fucking six foot long rattlesnake, uh, bit him in the hand, shock of all shocks. And his first thought, all I could think about, am I going to make it? Oh. And I'm thinking, eh, who cares? Yeah. There's no loss here. Do people feel loss when somebody does like, like extreme sports, like jumps off one of like one of those fucking wingsuit guys? You know, if one of those wingsuit guys bites it, is anybody surprised? Is anybody like, whoa, man, we didn't see that one coming? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you're just thinking you're like, when somebody base jumps off a building and they splat on a fucking concrete, are you just like? Man, I you know, he's so young. He's just like so young and vital and we just did not expect him to, you know, have his fucking brain shoot through his ass when he fucking landed on the on the concrete. The same thing applies to these fucking idiots who handle snakes. I just I I can't muster up a fuck for yeah. them. I can't right. even do it. You know, man, it's it's like the guy who like went out to go snuggle with grizzly bears or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I went out to go fucking French kiss a grizzly sure. bear and it's like Hey, how's that story end? Well, he got eaten by a grizzly bear, you know? Snuggle loves you. (laughs) Snuggle bear loves you so much. (laughs) You could fit in my tummy in pieces. It's like fucking, he's like one of those rainbow bears or whatever the fuck those things were that like shoot the shit out. Oh, yeah, 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 the rainbow. Wow, what are they called? Care Uh, bears. Care bears. Oh yeah. yeah, and they like shoot like fucking magic <laughs> shit out of their belly, like Skittles or whatever. Right, Skittles. <laughs> well, or or the stuff that comes out of their belly is digested humans. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just corpses. Oh my god, there should be corpse bears. They're just like ah. <laughs> just like 
they're like, and we're going to use some, like, they just do the, like, the, hey, Care Bears, go, or whatever, and it's just, like, human parts just shooting out of their stomach and, like, a sprinkler of gore across a room. <laughs> this would be awesome. And instead of differentiating, like, I'm Rainbow Bear, I'm fucking Shamrock Bear, I'd be like, I only eat... <laughs> The one like the corpse bear should be like, I only eat children. Like, <laughs> I'm the tears of the innocent bear. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, give you some information on how you can uh, support us on Patreon. We'll return and ruin the rest of the show in just a moment. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Family Research Council spokesman links uh, Isla Vista shooting spree to gay marriage. Um, That didn't take long. So Family Research Council senior fellow Ken Blackwell yesterday linked the Isla Vista mass killings to marriage equality laws, which he claimed are destroying the culture. Wow. Yeah. So what did that take? That took, you know, a week, less than a week? A couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like four minutes. I mean, there you go. So that's that's it. That's it. He's, he's blaming the shooting on the crumbling of the moral foundation of the country. I wonder what he blames all the other shootings on. Well, probably on the same thing because it's all crumbling. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's it's, listen to what he has to say because he's got about a minute and 42 seconds. This is uh, this dummy talking. Ken Blackwell's talking. Uh, and he. Uh, this is courtesy of Right Wing Watch. Ken, I think it's more than the instruments being used. I think it's something fundamentally and deeply flawed. Did he say flawed? He did say flawed. Flawed? <laughs> it's something deeply fundamentally flawed. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, I think it's more than the instruments being used. I think it's something fundamentally and deeply flawed in in our culture when people can kill and have no remorse. Oh, absolutely. So when you when you see uh, the, the crumbling of the moral foundation of the country, you see the attack on the on on natural marriage uh, and the family that has been uh, a part of the not only the, the was somebody making dishes there like, i thought that like was you i just I, I was, i'm making a sandwich <laughs> i was sitting here talking, like what is he like doing got the mayonnaise jar <laughs> he's open up the mayonnaise. he pulls his cutting board out to slice his bread he pulled out like the toaster oven and that's the door in the background Dude, that presumes this guy would make his own sandwich. That's true. That's true. This is clearly a yeah. man who has the ladies make the sandwich. <laughs> Either that or he dropped like, I don't know, like he dropped his fucking bowling ball. 
<laughs> I mean, what the fuck was that? I don't know. Let's listen hey, to I'd it like again. Hey, I'd like to have you on the show. Can you make as much noise as possible? <laughs> I want to listen to it again. Hold on. Here we go. You see the attack on the on on natural marriage uh, and the family that has been uh, a part of the, not only the, the you know what it is Tom it's it's the start of his Rube Goldberg machine going <laughs> so like the bowling balls rolled down and hit the bird cage and the bird is flown out and it's like just packing on the bird seed that's going to pull off the curtains from the wall and that's going to turn on the solar cell that's going to spin the thing around and oh he wouldn't use solar no, yeah, no, no that's true. Yeah. There's no Gotta way start with gas. I, I just figured it was the stupid that was damaging the structural integrity of the house around him. <laughs> no, you know what's happening is the moral foundation's crumbling. That's what oh, we're that's hearing. Fucking it. Yeah, that's, that's loud. It's yeah. like a house settling, but <laughs> it's like, it's like you know, EVP. Like you, yeah, there you go. You can only hear it when you turn it all the way up, <laughs> and you hear that hear tape that. hiss. All right, so here's more of it. You see the attack on the on on natural marriage. Uh, and the family that has been uh, a part of the not only the, the the moral foundation and the upbringing of our children, but the the, the teaching of sexual roles uh, and the development of human sexuality uh, in our culture. When 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 these fundamental institutions are attacked and destroyed and weakened and abandoned. Uh, you get what we are now seeing, and that is a flood of these disturbed people well, in our society uh, that uh, are, are causing great, great pain. And as opposed to dealing with the foundational problems, right? Uh, we look for ways of, 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 of blaming the, the, the Second Amendment or uh, blaming uh, the... Blaming knives or or, mm-hmm. or, or blaming uh, cars right. when they are used, but yeah, you know, right. at, at the at the end of the day, you have just underscored the problem. This is a convenient way of avoiding talking about what's at the root cause. Because it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. It's especially uncomfortable when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they believe that? Does do you think he believes what he's saying? I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, I can't tell, Tom. What do you think? I have a hard time. I really do. I have a hard time believing that he that he thinks this is true. I think that he's just, you know, maybe this is the incredibly cynical part of me. But you oh, know, it, say, wait a minute, wait. The incredibly right. cynical part of you is the all of you. <laughs> that's that's true. That's that's the that's the all of the pieces. And there's a lot of me. Right? Too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to butter but, you know, your I, sides to get into the door of the Glory Hole Studios. I should, just, I should just take the doors right off their yeah, hinges at this point. <laughs> just like take out a wall. Just I need the extra three inches. Trust me, I had a big lunch. <laughs> so, but you know, like I listen to this and it's like, man, there's no way you believe this. You're just, you're just, you're just using whatever you can use. You know, part of me thinks that they actually take great joy when these sorts of things happen because it gives them a fucking talking point for their favorite subject. The only talking, like, you know, because he keeps, he says several times in the conversation, he says several times, like, yeah, well, you know, it's not the Second Amendment. It's not the instruments that are used. It's not the gun. So he's basically saying, like, let's not have that conversation. Let's fucking skirt that issue right away. And let's get right back to my favorite issue, which is the gays. 
right. and family. And you know the and thing the is, is, is you're just gluing shit on at that point because there's there's hasn't been any talk about gay. Right. Well, I mean the the guy fucking. I mean, like again, we don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the th- the, the the killing, but the guy fucking was really clear about what he was doing and why he was fucking doing it. And he wasn't doing it because of the fucking gays. Like, he wasn't doing it because somebody was gay. Like, there was no mention of that whatsoever. Like, that is not, didn't even fucking remotely, we don't have to, we don't have to stop with this one and scratch our fucking noodle and say, like, no, I wonder why that happened. Like, the guy fucking was really fucking abundantly clear about what he was doing and why he was doing it. And... And you're just going to decide it was for something else? You're just going to be like, nah, but I'd like to talk about gays. So, Well, I mean, you're just, you're just, you're just taking the thing of the day. And it, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a storm that kills a bunch of people, a tornado in fucking Oklahoma, a flood in some faraway land, an oil pipe that breaks on the bottom of the ocean, uh, Occupy protests that happen in New York. Um, it could be a shooting. It can be a you know. It can be the fucking shutdown of the government. It doesn't matter because you can tie gays to any of that if you really want to, right? You could just be like, God hates us because of gays, and this is the fucking punishment, or the government shutting down because we totally understand we're we're just giving up as a country or whatever. I mean, it's fucking easy to glue that shit together when you know that your audience isn't thinking, right? Well, why don't they blame divorce? You know, like if they're if they're fucking if their dick is so hard to fuck the traditional family, right? Like if that's the thing that they're like, oh god, I fucking love the traditional family so much, and anything that's not the traditional family is fucking anathema. Then why are they not why are they not as hard on divorce as they are on this issue as the uh, as they are on the issue of homosexuality? Because they right? can get divorced, they probably won't right. have to be homosexual. That's exactly it, man. Right. Because they don't want to get, because they want to leave their fucking options open. Sure, that's that's the fucking thing of it. Because like, if you if you're really gonna say like, well, you know, I believe in traditional family, and I think that once people are fucking married, they're married, and once they're married in the eyes of God, that's fucking it. And you know, fucking Jesus had some shit to say about divorce, actually. So that's fucking even New Testament relevant. Oh well, let's conveniently forget that. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So Cecil, this next story comes from Seattle Times. I wish it was from the pie. Um, state's Medicaid program now covers naturopaths. So if you are on uh, Medicaid in Seattle or in Washington State, rather, um, and you want to go to a not doctor doctor, you can waste the state's money and piss away your taxpayer dollars there. You've got options. And isn't that what's really important, Cecil? What is it? What's a naturopath anyway, Tom? So Wikipedia defines naturopathy or <laughs> naturopathic medicine as a form of alternative medicine based on a belief in vitalism. What? Which vitalism? What? Is vitalism. That? <laughs> what is that? Which posits that a special energy called vital energy or vital force 
guides bodily processes such as metabolism, reproduction, growth, and adaptation. Oh, I just don't have enough vital parts in me. That's why my vasectomy doesn't make it so my wife doesn't get pregnant. Right, right. Yeah, the fucking vital parts. Because they, they, when they, they did. They cut out a vital part. The they vast deferens. The dude, vast deferens is a fucking vital the, part of me, dude. That's why they're called vital organs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because they're full of your vital energy. Right in the vitals. Yeah, naturopathy favors a holistic approach with non-invasive treatment and generally avoids the use of surgery and drugs. I'm guessing unless you really need surgery. Practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a, a natria, naturopathic uh, liver transplant. Yeah. You they know, just like, lay the liver on you and hope. Just like, just, they just, they and it's just like spread. a beef liver. It's not even like a fucking <laughs> It's like they just go to the store to jewel and they get themselves a fucking beef liver and they're just like, hold on to it for a while and see if that works. It's bound. It, well, to be fair, though, they do take right. a Crayola marker and write vital on it. So... <laughs> They have the butcher write it right on the package on yeah, the it's outside. Right on the, no, it's right on the fucking liver. Oh, yeah. They just yeah, write it right on the yeah, liver. It's actually the hard good stuff. to that's write the on good the liver. But you dry them out first. Yeah. Um, I love I love things. I love fucking treatments that avoid the use of surgery and drugs. Because yeah, right. I'm sure they avoid the use of, like, insulin. <sighs> right? I'm sure that that's what they... They're like, ah, we're just going to avoid the use of insulin. And by that, we mean diabetic coma. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> practitioners of naturopathy, uh, also known as fraudsters, often prefer <laughs> methods of treatment. I may have ad-libbed you, there. I think you added that. Yeah, I was a little editorializing. Uh, often prefer methods of treatment that are not compatible with evidence-based medicine. <laughs> not compatible, and in, huh? And in doing so, rejects the tenets of biomedicine and modern science. Well. Naturopathic medicine is replete with pseudoscientific, ineffective, unethical, and possibly dangerous <laughs> practices. <laughs> Fucking awesome. We had somebody, um, I want to read three comments from our <laughs> Facebook page from today. I always wonder, Cecil, how this happens. I like, don't know. I did do- you think this would be the forum wherein you where this would work for yeah. you? Well, I mean, but, and yeah. clearly, here's the thing. Like, I don't fucking argue with people on Facebook because I don't care enough to spend right. the hour it takes to fucking argue with them because I just don't care, right? So here's what they said. This is Jennifer. She says, this is a good thing. If you think Western medical doctors are better than naturopaths, you are wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, there Thanks. you go. Thanks fucking for pointing that out. Someone I on the internet said out. it. Yeah, I will point out that it says it's not compatible with evidence-based medicine, and they rejected science, the tenets of biomedicine and modern science. Uh, so I'm going to go with, um, I doubt your claim. And then this one, she says... The Western medical industry is a huge conspiracy. Naturopaths were the first doctors. Wake up. And (laughs) what does that even mean, the first doctors? Like they were the ones that climbed out of the ocean? Like they were the ones that evolved first? They were, you know, they were like the caveman doctors because everybody knows that if you really want to look at the picture of health, right. um, look back to when people lived till they were 27. <laughs> you know, if you want to look at the picture of health, 
got to roll back time to the four humors. That's where you got to <laughs> roll back time to. And then she says, "Oh, hang on, see, so I, I got a, I've, I've, I had a cold. I, did, I forgot to tell you before we started the show. I've got a little bit of a cold. Now you can't tell in my voice. That's because I've been bleeding it out of me. Oh, you know uh, what? I yeah. think your bile's probably out of line. It's uh, probably the you've got to get your yeah, bile so. back to the regular that's, bile levels for your four that's why humors I've got, like, to be this in. Big glass of bile. I've yeah, been drinking. Like, you it's, know, look, it, 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 it you, you do what you got to do. I think I don't even know what the other, one of them's like phlegm or something, isn't it? Like one of them's like yeah, it's fl- yeah. It's like yeah, phlegm it's, uh, and like fucking like it's all the gross shit. It's like it it's is like right? all it's the like, gross. It's like pus is like one of them or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thanks. You're grossing me out. Um, well, you know, they used to think I, I remember uh they reading something that uh pus was considered good for wounds. Like they would they would encourage pus because they thought it was like it was the infection like and not infection, they didn't understand. It was like the evil fucking shit. Like your body rejecting it and like cleaning it out. And it's okay, like so here's the thing. I just looked it up. It is phlegm. It's blood. It's not pus. It's fucking yellow bile and black bile. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> What's your humors? I wow. know that's not naturopathy. We're we're conflating the two. We're we shouldn't be doing it, but it's just funny to think. You know, because it's like on the same level. It's just fucking. It's garbage. It's garbage. It doesn't make any sense. And then finally, she says, um, "Western medical doctors are the third. And it's kind of a poem. I'm going to read it like a poem because the way it's written, there's enters here. Western medical doctors are the third leading cause of death in the United States. Wake up, people." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up and it's actually like heart disease and like COPD and then like something else. Yeah, it's not none of them say western medicine. <laughs> I like it was like like when you walk in like the doctor like has a he has he's like fucking two-faced. He flips a coin and he kills you or he doesn't. Yeah, well, you know, and I've heard that claim. I I I've heard that claim cuz I used to I used to know a whole bunch of people in like the natural medicine circles and they would fucking say that shit all the time. Be like, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's those prescription drugs and they, you know, they, they prescribe the wrong ones, the wrong doses or, you know, the, they misdiagnose and it's, you know, people are dying by the hundreds of thousands. And it's just like, really? Cause I don't, I've never heard of that even one fucking time. Like right. it's just, if it was that fucking prevalent, it would just be constant. There would be a constant barrage of fucking dead people littering the fucking sidewalks after taking their fucking Zoloft or whatever. Right, right. And that's just not the case. Just, we live longer. We do better. Like, and I love, the, I love places that fucking avoid surgery. Right. Like, oh yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna try the non-surgical method. And it's like, great. So you're basically gonna stall surgery because if you need surgery for something, it's very unlikely. That later you didn't need surgery for that, or that you did a fucking that you ate a lot of kale, and then now you don't need surgery, right? <laughs> That's never happened in the right? history of mankind. I juiced a bunch of kale, and uh, cancer's gone, just gone. Uh, you know, and and what the, what is this in this medical program? Um, that's going to cover this stuff. It's covering bullshit. Like it's covering bullshit. And don't send us your mail and be like, "Well, I went to a naturopath and and my placebo effect worked, so now I feel better." <laughs> Great, good for you. But it's not a fucking medicine, man. That's not a medicine. So don't send us your mail and be like, you know, you guys are a little harsh on that. Yeah, because it's not fucking real. That's why we're harsh on Just it. Just rub a crystal on it. Might as well fucking get an orgone generator because it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> 
We, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. This story comes from the raw story. Uh, Florida, oh, fuck. Fuck. Florida woman accused of killing two-year-old while reenacting Bible story. Uh, that's kind of what it sounds like. Florida woman is accused of drowning one child after trying to poison another um, in what she described as a, a, being in accordance with a local pastor's sermon. So a local pastor um, was evidently relaying the story of Abraham um, and extolling the virtues of Abraham's uh, willingness to sacrifice his son, you know, and that stupid-ass fucking story of shit that didn't happen. I mean, obviously she's disturbed, but she also seemed genuinely kind of shocked in her suicide note that God didn't stop her from committing these heinous acts. And it's like, I read this and I think like, well, this is why we shouldn't be glorifying this stupid fucking book of made up stories. It, the very fact is, is that is that it's a horrible fucking story. It's a fucking shitty, terrible, awful fucking story that, you know, in my opinion, proves, you know, that the image of your God is a sadist. That's not, that's, that's nothing but. It's not about right. redemption. It's not about, you know, how much God loves you. God wants to show you how much he loves you, et cetera, et cetera. It's a sadist. It's a sadistic story. It's a, because if you've ever loved anything, and I've had to put down cats, right? So that's like different, clearly different than any kind of human, but I've had to put down cats and had to make that judgment call when they were, you know, really ill. It's a fucking heart-rending decision to even do that to something that isn't going to live. I could not imagine having to do that to an animal that I know is healthy, right? That I know is fine, that I know is going to live many more years, but instead I, I feel like I need to kill. I couldn't imagine what I would go through. Now put yourself in that position because it's your son. I've got to kill this child. It's a horrible fucking story. There's no redeeming that story. Um, I know that, you know, there's even philosophers like Kierkegaard goes through all this big, long shit about how he's like, it's an existential crisis for him because he's trying to fucking figure it out. It's like, you can't figure that out. It's just fucking sadistic. That's all there is to it. And the fact of the matter is, is that when you put shit out there like this, and this is something that you're celebrating, that you're saying is a virtue, how do you not expect people in your church that are a little fucking, you know, several fucking cards short of a deck not to fucking think it's a virtue if you say it's a virtue? Yeah, man, slavish authority to, or, or uh, deference to authority? Wow. Um, man, that's definitely something we should have. Like, we should have more of that. We should definitely have as much of that. In fact, we should be willing at all times to, to look the people we love the most in the eye and say, I'd fucking kill you for an imaginary being. Right. That's what I would do. I love you so much. You're the fucking apple of my eye. But I'll tell you what. If the fucking voices in my head scream loud enough, I'll fucking murder you. And I'll consider that a moral act. I'll consider that an ethical good. Because I consider slavish obedience to authority to be a virtue. You know what's so funny? It's Fuck like that. How many, how many conservatives, I mean, you know, conservatives on the whole, a lot of them like the Bible. Now, I know that there's a couple of strange anomalies out there, but for the most part, conservatives are really Bible-toting. Isn't this a perfect example of big government? It is altogether right to discriminate against homosexual behavior. 
I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives, that we rehabilitate the word discriminate, that we reclaim it, that we dust it off, and that we use it, and that we use it unapologetically. And I believe we need to begin to say, look, it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. American Family Association. Don't open letters with the Harvey Milk stamp. Ah, you'll become gay. You know, <laughs> is that what happens? <laughs> it's, the thing is that you have to lick the stamp. And so by licking the back of Harvey Milk's face, you're basically sucking his cock. Yeah, but if you lick two of them, then you're straight. <laughs> It cancels itself out. So. You just got to make sure you stay with even numbers, and that's it. There you, there yeah. It's just always like... That's uh, what I told myself send. in college, anyway. It was like, if I suck two yeah, dicks, right. then I'm going to be fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm yeah. still straight. That's, that's, <laughs> you're like, one, two, three. No, we're going to need a fourth. We got to need another need, dick. Time who to else the wants a dick hole. sucked? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Look, guys. Guys. I have to suck all your dicks or I'm gay. So, come on. Line it up. Nope, line it up. I'm not sucking three dicks. What do you think I no, am, a homosexual? No, Come on, look, I need a buddy. Just me, go down to the look. corner, get a homeless guy, give him a mad dog, <laughs> tell him to come up here. I need yeah. a fourth dick. Look, literally anybody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> literally any dick will do. I don't care. I just don't want to be gay. Oh, my God. Look, I'm not gay. I'm just sucking a lot of dicks. <laughs> Um, I'm just wow! I'm just trying to get this. I'm just trying to get this dick sucking out of my system. So, <laughs> so the American Family of Association is urging its members to avoid um, uh, purchasing the stamps, um, right. saying they should sure. go get America flag ones. Um, <laughs> I like this. Not just like like get the Spider Man one. Let's like no get the get Spider the, the Spider Man one is red, white, and blue too. That's true, and it's. But it's black because yeah, the so lines in his thing are black. Is, so yeah, I guess there is black yeah. in there too. Um, but it's refuse to accept mail at your home or business if it's postmarked with a Harvey Milk stamp. Could you imagine the face of your <laughs> mail carrier? If you're just like, I'm sorry, I can't accept that. Like, could you just imagine the fucking sort of like, like half skull, half like, are you fucking right. kidding me face? They would make Dude, it. That you. is the best way to make sure that your mailman throws away your mail. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want your mail dropped in every slush puddle from now until the end of time, make sure to put return to sender on all of your fucking Harvey exactly. Milk Like, mail. if you want to make sure that the Chromecast you just ordered from Amazon gets hurled at your door. Yeah. And arrives in as many fucking possible pieces. Uh, make sure to just tell your mailman, no, no, no. Keep walking with yeah, they, that. Yeah, they like crash the drone into your house. Like it's like <laughs> one of those drone deliveries that just crashes right into your roof. I mean, like, like you're just going to miss out on your own mail. Right. Like nobody <laughs> else. That's the thing that makes thing. me laugh. Like it's not like it's not like all of a sudden like Harvey Milk's gonna be like rolling in his grave like they won't take my stamps oh now I'm retroactively alive and heterosexual like that's not gonna happen all that happens is you didn't get your mail and maybe right. it was important. There's this scene from uh, Goodfellas 
where one of the women, the woman, the main woman character is saying, like, she's explaining what would happen when other people would come, the, the other people, how they dealt with the police. And she says something like, and this one woman, she would she would yell and curse at the FBI when they came to raid her house all the time. And she would spit on her floor. She'd spit on her own floor, she says. <laughs> and this is, like, this is exactly what I think. It's like, you'd send back your own mail just to just because you're so upset that the Harvey, you know, the thing is, is like, they still collected the money for the stamp. It's not, it's not like it's not like you sent the mail back. It's like, oh, geez, man, fucking now we have to return the money for this stamp. You know, the other thing, too, is like these are stamps people buy. Like these aren't stamps by and large. Like businesses don't buy. Like, <laughs> I go don't to the, think so. <laughs> Right, I, it so feels weird like, if my Comcast bill came with a Harvey Milk stamp on it. That's what I mean. So, like, businesses usually have like the postmarky thing in the side. Like, like in our company, we have like machines, like the Pitney Bowes machines. Like, put the fucking sure. stamp on. It's just a fucking stamp. So, like, oh, you don't you, you don't, don't like, like hire people to do that? Like, fill envelopes like for the, you? Lick the stamps? No. no, they all turn gay. Yeah. That's the problem. Then they have gay. That's the problem. Then they run out screaming, "I'm gay." And then our moral foundation crumbles yeah, and the building's uh, that's terrible for your yeah, building, I hear. So, like, all you're doing, too, is you're turning away personal mail. And then the other thing I think is, like, who's sending a bigot a letter with a Harvey Milk stamp? I, I would. Because you know who the bigots in your family yeah, are. Yeah, hilarious. I would that do was that, fucking, too, That actually, is fucking but... hilarious. I would fucking coat the entire envelope <laughs> so they wouldn't the be able thing. to touch it to write return to sender on it. <laughs> they would just be stuck. I mean, it would cost There's me like no... $75, but it'd be so worth it. There's like no way to handle it without touching <laughs> Harvey Milk. Like, it just no matter. It's like, you get your mail, you're like, I have to touch Harvey right. Milk. I have to touch. And then when they open it up, it's just a letter that says, you touched Harvey Milk. <laughs> <laughs> You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This story comes in the New York Post. A man charged with killing his wife after she made him the wrong dinner. Wait, hold on a second. Wait. Your wife can make you dinner? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, if my wife made me dinners, it would be Lunchables. Yeah. Like that. Like- <laughs> And after the 30 or 40 of those things, they yeah. just become it cost just, yeah. prohibitive. You know, that's a little the problem. chalky in your mouth. The cheese yeah. is a little nasty. Nasty. Pakistani immigrant beat his wife to death in their Brooklyn home after she made the mistake of cooking him lentils instead of the hearty meal of goat that he craved, uh, according to court papers. Um, he asked his wife to cook goat. She made something else. Um, and uh, he defended it by saying that he comes from a culture where he thinks that it is appropriate conduct for him to hit his wife. Um, he believed that he had the right to hit his wife and to discipline his wife. Well, that's not him saying that. That's his defense attorney, Julie Clark, who's saying that. Gotcha. I'm sure she probably fucking asked him about that, though. <laughs> like, why did you do this? No, so, no. I mean, but like, like yeah. what makes it even more disgusting is that that is somehow going to get play by an attorney here is going to say something like that. Right. And not yeah. just any attorney, a woman attorney. You know, yeah. I think that makes that adds insult to injury that, you know, the guy just killed his wife, beat his wife to death, domestic violence, abuse to death. And somebody is going to make that claim, be like, oh, well, you know, they beat their wives to death like crazy over there. Have you been over there? 
mean, jeez, they just like drop them like flies. You know, they keep a stick in the kitchen just for this cur- this purpose, so they could just it's beat the their wife. Stick. Yeah, yeah, it's a beating stick. Come on, a wife beating Look, stick. Either you make goat or you get a beating. Those are your two options. I don't even like. It would be difficult for me to find goat. By the way. Like if if if, if somebody was you like really make wanted, goat for dinner, you had a you had a hankering for a goat. <laughs> like I would, I've never, I have never seen goat on sale. No, I haven't either. And any butcher near me, at any, I have never seen goat for sale. Maybe I mean, that's lamb, why she yes, had to but, kick them, cook them lentils. Right? She's like fucking. They're out of goat because you goat. know America. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> Sorry, we don't need it here. Fucking, yeah. we don't eat a lot of goats. Like it's just not a popular food. It's like not a popular protein food. So. I, th- I think I think this is a stupid defense. I think this is an awful defense, and I think it's terrible that something like this could even be introduced. It reminds me of those Muslim girls who got drunk and beat the fuck out of that girl, and then right. the judge is like. Oh, well, they just don't drink very often. It's like, oh, well, this person is used to being able to beat the shit out of his wife, so I'm fucking just let him go. That's bullshit. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is that, that gets me is this is the line where it says he culturally believed. And I like I want to scream like, who fucking cares? Who cares what he culturally believed? That is the least relevant part of this story. Like, you are a murderer. You beat your wife to death with a fucking stick while she was laying in her bed. That is what happened. That is a fucking thing that occurred. It doesn't make any fucking difference what your culture thought was right or wrong. It's fucking wrong. It's not It's not like, oh, it's maybe less wrong because you thought you were allowed to do it. That is 100% wrong. It's not mitigated. This The fact that somebody has a cultural belief that says that they should be able to beat their wife in no way ameliorates their responsibility. Like, how is that supposed to, 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 to reduce the amount of culpability he has in this crime? It's fucking insane that somebody would fucking say that out loud with a straight face. It's like, I mean, you, you, I can't even come up with a more ridiculous example because the example here is so absurd. He beat his wife to death and was like, I thought I could do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. whoops. Well, I'm sorry, I, guys. You know, it's not like he it's not like he didn't understand how the fucking tokens worked to get on the subway. Like that's a cultural misunderstanding. That's some like that's some Balky Bartakamo's perfect stranger <laughs> stuff, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> like oi, what's a country? A picnic- <laughs> like exactly, right? <laughs> like I'm sitting in a picnic basket or something. You know, like some right. oh look at me, I forgot to wear pants. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a cultural misunderstanding. <laughs> like Beating your wife to death is not a cultural misunderstanding. So we want to thank our patrons this week. We're starting out with a bang. I <laughs> see. So get it with a bang. You get it. Cunt waffle is the first one. Mike K. Um, and hold on. Now this person said that if I could pronounce their name, I could. They would double their patronage. And so I got to pronounce this one right. Gwenaira. Brahma, and I pronounced her last name even though she said that she, she she did say she wanted it pronounced, so I got your last name in there. Chris, Rich, and Lars, thank you all very much for being patrons. We really appreciate it. Um, I did want to make an announcement very quickly. I know that it's listed on our site, and it's going to change very soon, that $500 an episode would make it so that we could do two episodes a month. I'm going to have to change that to a larger figure. And I'm going to tell you why. Don't be upset 
uh, but I have to tell you why. I just recently went through and made a, a sort of a marketing plan for our podcast. I have a class, a marketing class in uh, graduate school, and I decided to do it for our podcast. So I set it up. Um, but one of the things that I that I had to do was sort of a pricing schedule to sort of see where all the costs go on our show. And I went out of my way to sort of measure the time and the money that goes into our show. And it it comes to it, it, the figure that comes up when you when you count how much we it takes for us to make a show, um, when it comes down to it, along with all the other monies that we spend, it's two hundred and twenty one dollars per episode. The problem is, is that if we start doing more episodes a month, that rate shoots up very high. When you signed up for this, you didn't sign up for us to double the number of times that we're going to we're going to submit the money per month. We you didn't if we submit do six a month, we don't want to charge you for six a month. Um, because when you signed up, you thought it was just going to be four a month. So we certainly wouldn't want to do that to you. So we want to keep it at four a month or thereabouts. Basically, however many Mondays there are a month is how many times you get charged. Um, and we want to keep it at that in, 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 from ad infinitum. We don't want to change that. So what we have to do is we have to change the money that we would take in per episode in order for it to be a worthwhile endeavor. Because doing two extra shows a month is a lot of extra work. Tom and I have found out that it's a lot of extra work. Now, it's fun, but it's a lot of extra work. So um, so in order for that to be a worthwhile endeavor for us, the number would have to be much larger. So I'm going to be changing that this week. So if you did donate uh, in in hope that $500 would get you an extra two extra episodes a month. It will not in the future, just so you know, um, just because it's not economically feasible. But um, I will try to punch some numbers together this week to try to figure out what that number would have to be to do two extra episodes a month. Right. So we're still going to, just to clarify again, we're still going to click around at uh, six episodes a month. We charge you for four you know, or occasionally five if there's five Mondays, but what can you do? Yeah. You basically are already getting two extra shows is what we're guaranteeing. We're not charging for them. Um, but to double that again to four extra shows, um, it's just it, the amount of work. My gosh, it, it, it really is. That's a lot. That really is a lot to do two shows a week. Um, it's not saying we won't do it, um, but we, we have to we have to figure out where that where that begins to make sense for us. Tom, uh, we got an email from Robert, Revenge of the Penis Snatchers. Uh, yeah, this is this is fucking crazy, and I've actually I'm actually familiar with this. Uh, so he says your show on charlatanery reminded, which I still love, reminded me of Koro, a witchcraft thing from Africa that involves making penises disappear and then holding the penises hostage for money to get them back. Bad thing is that accused penis snatchers have been killed in penis snatching witch hunts. But I'd love to see some guy walk into a police station, pull his pants down, and claim it's gone. That has happened. I've read, um, I have read uh, news stories patrolling around looking for stuff for the show um, f- of that exact thing happening of people showing up and filing charges and being believed despite the presence of their actual penis. What? That somebody has stolen their penis. There is. There is a phenomenon um, where, you know, there are sort of these culturally accepted hysterias or culturally accepted delusions um, that that infect for for whatever reason. They just they have traction within a certain region or a certain culture 
Um, and in parts of Africa, there is this penis snatching thing. And people will just, it'll be as simple as like they're walking and like somebody touches them on the shoulder. And then they like, now they've gotten their penis stolen. And their fucking dick is still there. It's like fucking their penis didn't go anywhere. There's fucking objective evidence. But it's it's like they can't even see their own dick. And And other people will join in this sort of, um, miniaturized mass hysteria event um, where penises fucking go missing and like, I mean, there's fucking I don't know, like penis fucking swap meets, I don't know, it's fucking crazy <laughs> but it's it's so crazy you know, I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of interested in maybe a penis swap meet can you get a bigger <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, so thanks for sending this because that shit is fucking nuts, man speaking of penis swap meets, we got an email from uh, from Grim Atheist this is Grim Atheist on, uh, on Twitter he sent us uh, a a hilarious addicting info article that says in Georgia it's harder to buy a vibrator than it is to buy a gun. I don't find that at all uh, hard to believe. Uh, but essentially it says like you got to have like a fucking note from your doctor. Yeah, I, that's an awkward fucking doctor visit. And you have to have a valid medical reason. Um, what would be the valid medical reason? You want to get your rocks off. I think that's a valid medical reason. Is that like, is that a diagnosis? Like when you show up and they're like trying to code that shit, like, you know, for billing purposes or like, <laughs> what do you uh, type in for in, the HMO? <laughs> right. Like, uh, the woman came in complaining of not having a vibrator. I'm sorry, sir. Your HMO doesn't cover that. Um, I diagnosed her with no vibratorism. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of a sexy talk to have with your doctor, isn't it? It's fucking awesome. The fucking, you know, back in the day, too, like the vibrator, you know, the vibrator was actually created because doctors used to manually stimulate women to orgasm um, as, as, a, as a cure for hysteria. Um, and the vibrator was created because their fucking hands got tired. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Like, that is fucking for real. The vibrator was created because doctors fucking were like... I'm tired of basically figuring getting, all these things. I'm getting carpal tunnel orgasm. here. <laughs> right. Like workplace right. injury. <laughs> yeah, isn't that fucking nuts? Well, uh, no, actually, there's no nuts involved, it turns out. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for sending yeah. that story. That story yeah. is great. We got a message from Matt. Um, he says, I currently volunteer at the Greater Chicago Food Depository once a week to help deliver food to schools, YMCAs, retirement homes, and some smaller food pantries. Since I volunteer there, I receive an email about the 29th annual hunger walk. It's a 5k walk to raise money. And, uh, and he, uh, Matt sent us the site and he says, by the way, if anyone would prefer to donate to my page. So he has his own personal page. So, uh, a gentleman who listens to the show is going to be walking in this 5k. We're going to post both. So we're going to post the Chicago food depository hunger walk link. And we're also going to post his personal link. So if you go to this episode, episode 155 on dissonancepod.com, you can find the links to his, uh, to this 5k, uh, walk that they're going to be doing to raise money for, uh, people in Chicago that are experiencing food insecurity. So, uh, so, you know, it's a great cause and we're very happy and we hope you, you make a ton of money, uh, Matt, uh, for the Chicago, uh, food depository. <laughs> we got a, we got a funny message from, uh, from Catherine. Catherine mentions a, a comic book and uh, a, a humanist comic book. But at the, at the bottom, I thought it was, it was quite amusing what she had to say. <laughs> 
She says, I, I'm not sure if you mentioned the comic book in an earlier podcast episode. And I started to look and see if this email would be redundant. But then I pulled a Tom and decided to not put any effort into looking and send the email anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you, yeah. Catherine. We, thank you for I, I, uh, being a kindred spirit in laziness. I hadn't seen the, uh, the, the uh, comic book that has an atheist superhero battling supernatural threats. It seems a little weird, but uh, sure. I think, you know, like the moment I see supernatural shit, I start believing. I mean, like, if I see, like, a fucking ghost made of fire, I'm just like, um, ghost made of fire. Checkmate atheists, you know what I mean? Like, well, isn't, I was going to say, like, isn't that the problem? It's like, it's like you've got somebody who's like, I demand evidence. And then somebody's like, I am the evidence. I'll fight you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, thank, but I didn't read the comic yeah, book because I'm not a I'm comic I'm really not guy, a comic so. book guy either. But thank you very much for, my, for sending it in. And it's on Patheos blog, so if you probably do a search for it, you could find it pretty easily. Uh, we got an email from Jay, and he says, I'm a fan and a subscriber. I thought you guys might appreciate this if you haven't seen it yet, and it's the whitest kids you know, Glory Hole. It's fucking awesome. And it made it's me funny. laugh out loud. It's funny, raunchy humor that made me laugh. So I'm going to put the video for this, Whitest Kids You Know, Glory Hole, on this week's episode uh you can check it out there i laughed out loud i think tom laughed out loud we thought it was great thank you jay we get a message from john john's a longtime listener of the show he's one of the he's got a huge google plus plus presence he's he's on a bunch of different boards and he's created a bunch of different boards i think he's one of the main creators of the irreverent skeptics board on google plus uh as well as a couple of other i think he has a gmo board that he runs over there um but he sends a message and he says, I left a comment on your G plus page to this effect, too. I don't know if you read those, but I'd love to hear you guys discuss the 140 page manifesto um, by the mass murderer. And I'm not going to mention his name. The story uh, seems to have something for everyone from gun control to misogyny to psychiatric care to narcissism. Um, you know, Tom and I, we make a concerted effort not to cover the stories. Today, we covered um, the stories in an ancillary way. We, we talked a little bit about Glenn Beck talking about this mass murder, and we talked a little bit about um, the other story that had to do with the people who thought the, the fucking foundations of America were crumbling because of this mass murder. But we try to avoid talking about the specifics, not only the name of the person, but then also just the mass murder itself. Because Tom and I, I think, both really feel that that's local news that really is not all that important when you break it outside of the spectrum. Mass murderers um, want you to talk about the things that they've done. They want you to go out of your way to make a big fucking deal out of it like they do on CNN and how they have the 24-hour news cycles and they keep on fucking regurgitating the same old shit and show press conference after press conference and interview after interview of people talking about what this person did because they want all that attention. So we don't we don't fuel that. We try to avoid that. And uh, And to be honest, both Tom and I think they're really just local stories that need to be treated like local stories. Yeah, I, you know, I was I was talking to my wife about this subject yesterday and why we don't cover this on the show. And, you know, um, I, unfortunately, I think that uh, major news outlets engage in, and we're not one, um, but they engage in far too much tragedy whoring. Um, it makes me very uncomfortable um, to, you know, Cecil and I actually were, were standing at a Burger King of all places coming back from a trip um, when this story was beginning to break. And they kept showing the same images over and over on a big fucking screen TV in the middle of a Burger King where, like, 
People like show up with their kids to like eat a fucking happy meal or whatever their equivalent is. And like, you know, they're showing like aggrieved people standing there in shock and, you know, bodies covered in plastic and they're just tragedy whoring. Um, and that is, you know, people commit mass murder, in my opinion, rather than serial killing or, or murders of other types. Um, and they, they tend to end in suicide. And, and, and my feeling is that that's because they want the spectacle, because the spectacle, the big show, um, is part of the appeal for um, the, the, the people that engage in mass murder. The spectacle of uh, the media circus that is certain to surround their um, actions. Um, and one of the things one of the one of the things we can do, um, Cecil and I, as a media outlet, although a tiny one, um, is to not give them the benefit of spectacle. Um, and so thank you very much for your email, but we will not give the benefit of spectacle to these people. Finally, we got a, we got a message, um, and then we, I'm going to read this one out loud. This is uh, uh, from Naki, Nakia. Uh, it says, I just finished listening to the recent podcast with the dude from Skeptically Challenged as a guest. His name is Ross, and this was the last midweek episode. Says I had planned to subscribe after hearing him on your show, but to my surprise, uh, you mentioned you had been on his on a couple of shows. So of course I must download download those first. I went to download them, and it appears as he doesn't list his guests in the titles. He couldn't see him, of course, on on iTunes. So he figured uh, he would have to read the show notes to every single show. But as he's reading the show notes, or she's reading the show notes, it says. I notice a tiny little red E next to a few of the episodes. Explicit. Yes, there are my boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. It says, uh, it, it just made me smile, so I thought I'd share. I, I, I love that everywhere you go, you make it explicit. <laughs> it's so funny when that one time that Jake tried to censor us on his show. Do you remember this? It was like, I do. He got yeah, about a third of the way through. He just gave up. He had like horse sounds and stuff that he was putting in there. He couldn't keep. And it's a funny thing was, is he couldn't even keep up with how we talk. He could not even keep up the, the level of profanity. His, he like ran out of sounds. Yeah, I know. There's not enough animals in the animal kingdom. That's the problem. Oh, God, it was awesome. If you're if you're gonna have a, I mean, you're like reduced to like like what does the fox say at some point? It's just <laughs> like ding 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 ding. <laughs> we're like the Johnny Appleseed we of are. profanity. Like everywhere we go, we're just, we just planting f bombs. We leave it wherever we go. Well, uh, that wraps it up for this week. We are hopefully going to be back um, in, soon, uh, talking to Gamma Atheist. Uh, that's David Viviano. We're hopefully going to have him on the show very soon. And we're also looking to have Adam Reeks from the Herd Mentality on uh, relatively soon as well. So uh, so we're hoping that those shows sort of come together very soon. And, uh, and we're going to leave you, as always, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts. 
shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak stigmata, nonsense. Expose your sides. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 